Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. 18 Days and Ways. Continue to walk towards 2024, saying yes to the Father. Today's encouragement in this fresh episode will continue to show how Jesus himself, at every point and turn, made the decision out of his freedom to continually say yes to the Father, which was going to result, my friends, in our full restoration to the Godhead. Take hold of this truth, live in it, say yes to him. 18 Days and Ways. 18 Days and Ways. Here we go, continuing to walk towards the unfolding of 2024, a major, major swath of time that is coming where we must be prepared inwardly. We must be prepared inwardly. We must be those who know that we partake in the divine nature, according to what the scripture tells us, that we are no longer of the nature of Adam, but we are born again and now share in the actual nature of Jesus Christ himself. Have you set your uh, will, your mind, your full heart towards the development of your true life? Of your true nature. This is so very key as we say yes. Remember, we started many episodes ago on 33 Days and Ways, and we've been counting down. And today, fresh episode 18 Days and Ways, learning the ways of God, learning the ways of the Father as He raised Jesus, Jesus as He responded to the Father, and of course, all of it accomplished because of the person and power of Holy Spirit who Jesus was learning to depend upon more and more and more. So if we're going to identify with the Father, my friends, this is so very important as we continue, as we remain and stay and abide. So I've been drawing a little bit in these uh, most recent episodes from Watchman Nee's book, The Messenger of the Cross, Chapter 3, Power of Choosing, as we see these places where Jesus continuously said yes to the Father. Not a one-time automatic pilot response, but in the midst of the most pressing, uh, the, the greatest pressing any human has ever experienced. And in each moment, each press, each major pivotal time of decision, Jesus had a continuous yes to the Father. He was identifying with the purposes of the Father of why it is that he had been sent. He did not get lost in the needs of people. He did not get lost in his own way. He continuously allowed Holy Spirit to lead him. And amazingly enough, the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness where he was tempted by the enemy for 40 days and nights. Now, this had to happen. Jesus had to pass the tests where Adam and Eve had failed the test. 
Adam and Eve chose themselves, which has led the entire, uh, you know, all of all of mankind into the grips of hell. And Jesus sent by the Father that all might have the opportunity to come back into plan A, be restored to the Godhead fully. Jesus knew that he was on assignment and he had to pass, meaning out of his freedom to choose the Father at every point of decision, at every point of temptation, because the enemy comes to tempt us to meet our own needs, to come out of oneness with the Father. Any testing, my friends, that is allowed is to give us the opportunity for a greater dependency upon the Father. And Jesus, at every point and turn, in the temptation, then you can read this in Matthew 4, 1 through 10, it's in Luke, you can see where the enemy was consistently attempting to get Jesus to come out from his dependency, separate yourself from the Father, and come out here and do this yourself. Oh, do good things. You know, just, you know, why don't you just turn these stones into bread if you're hungry? Meet your own need. You've got the miraculous power to do that. You have the ability to do that, right? The enemy at every point, the point was, to get Jesus to come out from his dependency, to separate him, separate yourself from the Father. My friends, this is why abiding, right? Abiding is our way of life. It's not always about the behavior, though there is behavior that corresponds to newness of life, Romans 6 tells us. But in this, we must see, this wasn't about just quoting scripture when the devil comes and just knowing your identity. The enemy can lure you and seduce you out to prove who you are. No, Jesus said, I'm going to stay right here with the Father, and I'm going to prove that the Father is enough. Ooh, (laughs) the weapons of our warfare. And in this moment, the place of choosing, saying yes to the Father, identifying with the Father, required Jesus in these very deep, deep, intense moments to make his decision. I will just live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Jesus said, that's my food internally. Of course he was hungry. Of course he would eat again. But in that moment, you see, where Adam and Eve had failed, because back in Genesis 3, we can see that when Eve was tempted in every area, spirit, soul, body, right? Because she looked upon the tree of death and suddenly the voodoo powers of the enemy, right? Uh, that, That magic that came, that seducing, right, was, oh, I look at the tree of death and suddenly it looks like life to me, right? No, there was the tree of life, Christ himself, Yet when Eve looked, it said, oh, that the the food was good to eat, right? The three areas of temptation, the three roots of all sin, 
was in the body, in the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. You can see these mentioned in the Amplified Classic in 1 John 2.16. But here Jesus, in choosing, does not, does not satisfy his own need. He leans in to the Father, for he had to pass these tests, my friends, to be the one and only for the Father first and then for us, that he might be the one and only sacrifice for all of mankind to have the opportunity to step in to the full restoration. See, salvation isn't just I'm saved from hell. No, you've been returned to the Father. Because what is hell, my friends? I know it's a a real place, but could we just say it's the eternal separation from the Father? We've got to understand these things at a greater depth. Hell, my friends. See, we're born separated from the Father by nature. But once a person dies, my friends, now they're eternally separated from the Father. Does this grip us? Well, it gripped Jesus. Oh, there's so much I could say there. But here's the other place where Jesus made a very distinct decision to say yes to the Father was when he reprimanded Peter in Matthew 16. 21 through 23, you see there'd been a few occasions where Peter would continuously hear Jesus talking about going to Jerusalem and suffering, and then he'd be raised on the third day. Peter's like, oh no, mm -mm. no, no, I got the plan, Jesus, right? This is why we know that Peter is a perfect example that you can have a revelation of who Jesus Christ is and have zero revelation of self. And there was a splitting, sifting, separating work coming to Peter that Jesus knew was absolutely necessary if anyone would follow him, be his disciple, become a mature son, fulfill the assignment of the Father. They were going to have to finally come to a place to say yes the same way that he was, out of his freedom. And at each point in turn, Jesus refuses the false comfort of Peter. My friends, along the way, you are going to have the opportunity to resist the false comfort of friends who might think the Father deals harshly with you, that the Father is requiring too much of you. No, no, Jesus didn't, you know, say, oh, Peter, your love for me is so great, but, you know, I just can't avoid going to Jerusalem to die. You know, my Father has required it like some self-martyr. Oh, no, Jesus makes a distinctive choice and he chooses death because he's going to die our death. He has identified when he went into the waters of baptism, he was identifying with the race of Adam, the depraved, defiled, separated race of Adam. And gladly he did. Hmm. And when Jesus speaks to Peter, he really speaks to that one who forever wants to have mankind separated from the Father. He says, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. He says, you are minding the things of men, not the things of God. Now, he's speaking to Peter, but Jesus is speaking here and is exposing the spirit of right, of hell that works, right, 
to always get us off the course, the way of going with the Father. You see, Jesus chose death, my friends, because he knew there was resurrection life on the other side. Are we making decisions? Are we saying yes? Now listen, my friends, you're not being asked to die for the world. Don't take on an assignment that Jesus has already fulfilled. What Jesus and the Father and Holy Spirit are doing, they do cut us a portion, right, of the victory that Jesus has already accomplished and gives us a slice of that as our assignment to gather up the spoils of the victory that they've already won. Gather those people. Bring them home to the Father. They give us a dignity that we could be a part of the redemptive, the fullness of the redemptive work of the cross, right? Which is the full restoration. I'm going to say this word again. The full restoration. I'm not going with just revival, this, that, my friends. The full restoration of all things unto the Father, unto the Son, unto Holy Spirit. It all belongs to them. And when we, in our hour of history, right now, when we are saying yes to him, it's our portion, if you will, our assignment in our generation. There have been people before us. There could be people after us that are going to be assigned to gather up in their place to gather up what Jesus has already won. My friends, are we saying yes to him for what he has assigned to us? We say yes to him first internally, and we let him mature us just the same way that Jesus was matured, right? He was eating the butter and the honey. He was being matured by the love of his father, not coddled, not kept in infancy. The love of God will mature you. Read it in Ephesians 4, about verse 15. We cannot be like children tossed to and fro any longer. Open and easy prey for predators within the church. The true fivefold ministry is calling you to maturity, calling you to life with the Father, that you would know a love that produces the very nature of Jesus himself within you, that you might then live like him, not try to live like him, not pretend like you're living like him, but to actually, actually live like him. This is what their heart has always longed for fully maturing sons in Christ, in love, chosen before the foundations of the world. Hmm? And Jesus made those decisions. And as you abide in him, you too will be able to make those decisions out of your freedom that they have given you. Choose them. Say yes. 18 days and ways, my friends. Here we go. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.